It is the Frank and Friends show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Hi, Catherine. Hey, Frank. Oh, you're ready for the jungle. I am. <laughs> That's where I'm headed after this. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we do appreciate your uh, watching, liking, listening, subscribing on all the different audio podcast platforms, for example. You might want to check those out, or especially on YouTube, where we want you desperately to subscribe. And smash that button. Yep, you can ring the bell for notifications. We got uh, a few more subscribers over the weekend because I've been bugging people, yes. handing out business cards. That's awesome. And um, and just really, I mean, please, please. Just, you know, go on YouTube, press, make sure you subscribe. Someone in your family has a phone that they don't really know how to use properly and you can go, you know, download the YouTube app, sign them up for a Gmail account and subscribe, can't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that is so much work and so much trouble that no one would do that. I might. Uh, do, however, support our show by buying some fine Frank and Friends merch. Yeah, mugs, cell phone cases, T-shirts, sweatshirts, pipe I have the, uh, the red sweatshirt handy oh, this nice. time because I, I had the, uh, the navy sweatshirt yeah, last week. It's one upside day. down here. Oh, all right. Here we go. There you go. I'm not, I'm not flying the flag in distress. This <laughs> is just a nice, you know, see, I'm... This was a nice poppy color. Yeah, it's you know. great. You can find all of that at frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store. Thank you, Catherine. Ah, so it's been um, another busy time. We've done so much. In fact, this is my favorite part where I really feel like, you know, we're Regis and Kelly or <laughs> Regis and Kathy Lee, depending on the age difference. Um, <laughs> Because uh, we, you know, we're out on the town. We're, we're going to town. events. Yep. We're visiting each other. We're seeing each other. Now, you, granted, are an opera singer and you have your own opera company. So it would make sense that our paths would cross at operatic events. That's true. Yeah. So one of the things that um, we talked about on one of last week's episode is, uh, is how... Um, you at the premiere, so much work to do at the world premiere of I Can't Breathe. Yep. But that night I was off at a different event and you had three performances, four performances, three. Three. Three performances. Um, and I came to the final one. Yeah. Uh, because I was able to slide that into the schedule. Because you had two other events before that. And I was thankful. I offered to help stack chairs. I know. And you, you were reluctantly, you didn't have on your janitor suit this time. I know. I so was overdressed. You were overdressed and you looked so tired and you were like, oh, but no, I'm supposed to stack chairs. And you're like, okay, fine. And then. I stacked some chairs. You stacked a couple and then. Um, your husband came around and said, oh, oh no. You don't have to do it. Yeah. The Beck Center said that don't, no stacking. And you were like, yeah. Yes! <laughs> All of a sudden, your energy lifted. <laughs> was it that bad? That obvious? It was pretty obvious. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> but maybe not to other people. I mean, I know you. So. Yes. Yes. All right. So we'll you go do, with that. So you do. You do know me. Obviously, we have been doing this show together now for how many episodes? I think this is thirty and twenty-eight. Seymour Smokies. Yeah. So roughly, we're at fifty-nine-ish. Let's just say round off and say we've done about 60 episodes together. That's okay? awesome. Including the test show that we didn't publish. It was just a practice show. Right. So, but we've obviously, and then if you add in all of the interviews over the years. Yep. Okay. We've known each other a while. Yeah. So, when you come over here to do the show, there's no handshake. <laughs> there's not. There's, there's no hug. There's no, no touching. I, no. I, I have not... Laid a finger on you. Because <laughs> That's true. It's like any other coworker environment. When I, right. you know, when I go yeah. to work at 
PBS. I don't go touching people. <laughs> I have no reason to. It's not like you haven't seen them in a long right, time. You just, time you just walk yeah. in and you just say, hey. Like, hey, what's up? They yeah. get that awkward, how many times do you say hi passing in the hall? That's right. You know, that's yeah. normally it. But it's not like you, you shake their hands or hug them every time you arrive no. to work in the morning. That would be weird. That would be weird. So. <laughs> oh, no. I see where this is going. So I'm at the opera. <laughs> I meant your opera, your mm-hmm. opera company. Mm-hmm. You, it was your idea to make this opera happen. You said you write the libretto, you write the score. I'm go. I my opera company will make this happen. And while you did all of these deals with other opera, it's a big deal. Yeah. It's a huge night for you. It sounds fun the way you're describing it. Well, I, it, I did that. Yeah, you did all the things. <laughs> you you made this from nothing. You made this from your idea, and you got all these people involved. And all of a sudden, here are three sold out performances with a huge cast and musicians and other. Consortiums involved. I mean, this is you've had a rip. This this little germ of an idea has a ripple. Okay, so it's a big night for you. So my wife and I are go. We're excited to be there. We uh, find some seats. You find some seats. I give my wife the aisle seat because I'm a gentleman, and she'd get a better sight line of the show. I took the less good seat, and then I almost uh, Peter Johnson sat in front of me. Oh, so then you couldn't see it all because he's tall. Yeah, so he ended up moving me over by one. So I thought he was going to sit right in front of me, and it turned out okay. He sat like over here. Okay, so the person next to me. Moved. <laughs> you know, that same night, I put Brandon Evans. You didn't get to see Brandon I Evans? I saw him. Oh, did you? Okay. I saw him, but I couldn't get, get to, to him. him. Yeah, but I put him and Sarah. He's very the, tall. He's very, very tall. And I put them in the second row. That was probably a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but they drove in from Atlanta. I know. They're special guests. They've sung in many, many of your operas, yeah. including La Traviata five years ago. Mm-hmm. Many, many of your operas. Many, many. Many. Um, so, I'm there. And Catherine spies us, and you looked resplendent. I mean, you were you were on your game. I mean, you had the, <laughs> the, the fancy black ball gown on. Thank you. You know, everyone denim. looks sharp. I never thought it was a ball gown, but it's like a denim. But it does have that. Well, look in to the it. best yeah. I could see. I yeah. mean, as far as I could tell, you had on a long black dress. Yeah, I did. So I'm rounding that off too. And you weren't the only one who thought it was that fancy formal ball gown for a nice event. Plus. You're also in this situation. It makes sense to wear what you would call theater blacks, right? Because you don't want to attract attention. Once the lights go down, you're in the back running. I saw you. You were running the spotlight. <laughs> I was, yeah. <laughs> so you're now crew, yeah. and crew, you generally dress in, in dark colors yep. so that you're not vis- you know noticeable. Anyway, so you spy Jerry and me. I did, and you come over to greet us and thank us for coming to the opera. I mean, you knew we were coming. We were, our name was on the list. In fact, I don't even know. You helped us check in. I did, probably. Yeah, well, you, oh, yeah. We, we were struggling at the check-in. Oh, and I and, was like, here and, they are. And, and you called out, oh, it's under this, you know, look this way, look that way. It's on this list of season ticket, board member, people. You know, yeah. snooty foots. <laughs> I try to help out because a lot of times our ticket person doesn't necessarily know yeah. everybody's name. Have, you know, They wouldn't be expected to. And so, yeah, I'm like, oh, no, this and, is so-and-so. You know, we're, we're yeah. just gone through the whole rigmarole. I'm trying to put the Vax card away. I'm trying to... And, and, right. uh, yeah. So um, all <laughs> those things and get the mask on and do all the things. Um, so we go sit down and you come over and um, you greet Jerry warmly. Yes. And I gave Jerry a hug. Still fumbling. Happy to see her. With my you know? scarf and all these things. Yeah. And you make this move like this. Rejected. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm still fumbling around with my scarf and all my things. And I'm looking, I'm thinking, I, wait, did she just, what just happened? 
Well, you know, Frank, did you make the hug advance? I was hugging all the other board members. Who I didn't were know that. At, the, I didn't know that board members got hugged. Yes, you know, you come to the event. You're a board member. You're supporting this project. I, I, I like am a, a board member. Deal. I was it's not just the a project. big deal for me. It's a big deal for the whole company and everyone who's involved and who supports the project. And I survived an attempted hugging. Is what happened. I, yes, <laughs> you escaped an attempted, an hugging. attempted hugging. Well, okay. So I didn't. So I thought maybe at the corner of my eye. Anyway, so we sit, so you, but you move on, and we sit down, and Jerry's like, she was trying to hug you. <laughs> and I think, well, what did you want me to do? Did you literally want me to climb over my wife to hug my podcast partner? How, I mean, what does it, what are the rules here? Here, Jerry, get out of the way. I've got to hug Catherine. Well, I did hug Jerry first. I know, it's nice. You know, that's like a I, I hug Jerry, too. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hug you. I hug her. But I was getting out of, you know, like, step aside, wife. <laughs> Catherine Frady wants a hug. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's terrible. <laughs> so I, 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 I didn't mean was, to ruin your evening. No, you didn't. You, know? you didn't. No, because my wife, my wife is like this. She was trying to hug you. <laughs> My wife is like, is enjoying is enjoying the fact that I'm now uncomfortable. Like, oh no! Obviously, I've made a mistake. Obviously, I was, I was I've, torn up for the rest of the night. Obviously, I've yeah. done something wrong, and I yeah. don't know yeah. if I'm which is more wrong. If I upset, because <laughs> I'm good, no matter I can't win in this situation. No matter what about you know. Well, I wasn't actually upset, even though I'm yeah. going to say that I was okay. torn up by it the whole night. But couldn't focus, couldn't uh, you know do the rest of the evening. But but I can't imagine you know <laughs> clamoring over Jerry to to yeah no that's rude yeah yeah to get to you yeah because I was I, yeah if I had the aisle seat it was totally fine. it might have been different. So then um, I think did I get a hug at the uh, at the Mephistopheles opera? Yeah. I forced okay. you to have a hug at Mephistopheles because I, I wasn't able to give you one. Uh, I can't breathe. <laughs> so a week later, a week later, it was this past Friday night, we're at the uh, Tennessee Theater for the Knoxville Opera production of Mephistopheles. And Jerry's not there because she's backstage. She is <laughs> in, the, in, the, uh, in the, um, the Celestial Choir. That's right. And they sounded good. It sounded fabulous. And so we arrived. We had all went out to dinner, and that was fine, right? Yeah. I did, did I do anything bad at dinner? No. Did I embarrass myself at dinner in any way? No. I you mean, and your husband didn't talk about it after. Oh, anything, well, we did. Out. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I mean, we, you we, know, were we had a busy day. And we'll, we'll chat about what we did the rest yeah, of the day. But we had a busy day, and we, we went to dinner. And I think it took you a minute to, to like actually be... Yeah, present. You know, present, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think also, like, I, it's like you mentioned, like, I come over here all the time, and, you know, we've done all of these shows together, and it's basically <laughs> like I'm just family, so you yeah. and Jerry sit down, and it's just like, I'm just part of the family, yeah. you know, but you don't, but it's like, James is here. <laughs> oh. Hello, James. Shall we chat? Because <laughs> you're right, I was, I was... <laughs> There was definitely that. Definitely the... Uh, it's like, don't forget, someone else is here. Definitely the, the factor of, yeah, uh, just when, you, oh, you should have texted me sooner. Oh, you should have come out to get me at the at Market Square. I'm like, I... I, I right, I, yeah. I saw it. You waved. I waved. The window. I waved over here. Yeah, said. yeah. <sighs> so, yes, I understand. Yeah. Well, we get to uh, the Tennessee Theater. Jerry goes, leaves, and goes to the stage door. We go in the front. 
And immediately we start seeing people. I mean, it's it's the opera club. Absolutely. You know, I think um, yeah. Alan Sherrod wrote about the uh, the opera crowd all talking to themselves. It's people who all there's an overwhelming number of people who either buy season tickets or um, always go to opera shows. Yeah, I mean, it's a there's a it's a niche audience, but it's a pretty significant for a town this size to be yeah. able to sell that many opera tickets. And they go to all the Knoxville opera shows. Yeah. They go to all the University of Tennessee opera theater shows. They go to all of the Marble City opera shows. It's like right. Yeah, it's a club. So Alan, Alan Sherrod is the reviewer, and we talked about him on the previous episode, um, who writes the reviews for ArtsKnoxville.com, and I guess he used to write for one of the newspapers, Metropolis, or. Mm. Yeah, I can't remember who wrote for which, because Harold Duckett writes for one online magazine, uh, and Alan has his own. And anyway, so, but Alan's like the, the Mercury. guy. Yeah. I think Alan's like the guy. We always go to his first, uh, his reviews first. So he's there, and he's chatting, and he, did you notice one of the things, one of the little truth bombs that he's let drop? He watches our podcast. Or so he says. So this is a quiz, Alan. Hi, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Comment if you're watching. <laughs> well, actually, if I were an arts reviewer in this town, I would certainly watch a podcast with Catherine Frady, because here we are spilling all this behind-the-scenes dirt. That's true. About <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> about all this other stuff. And then um, there were a few others. Like, you talked to some more people, and I didn't. I went and sat down, because I thought... I'm really third-wheeling it with James and Catherine at this point. I should leave. Well, I also, I talked to Jason Hardy and his, met his wife. And he is the, the new... new executive director for Knoxville Opera. And so we were chatting. And I was trying, actually, the whole time to get into the theater to drop off my computer with Jim Johnson. Yes. Because... Oh, you had it with you? I had I had it with me, yeah. I okay, I couldn't... I, you said something about it, and I didn't notice it on you, but you did... Okay, this... Yeah. This computer? This computer. It was in like a larger oh. Oh. bag. And he had filmed the show, I Can't Breathe, right. for Marvel City Opera. And, I and had was there to film Mephistopheles? Was there to film Mephistopheles. And I had already gotten the the opera on my computer, but then it didn't transfer correctly and all these things were going wrong. And then I had tried to meet him the day before and it so didn't he, have space. So he was going so to... He was going to put my opera on my com- computer at the other opera. <laughs> well, I mean... It's- <laughs> Why not? You're both going to be at the same place at the right. same time. It makes so total sense. So I kept sense. trying to get into the theater to get my computer to him, um, but yes, kept getting stopped and talking to people, which was lovely. It was lovely. Yeah. And then on the way um, out, I saw some people that you didn't see because you were exhausted. So you you left because in fact I'm getting a text from Jerry. Are James and Catherine sticking around? Do they want to go out to Clancy's to get a cider or anything? And I'm like, I think they're probably home by now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was still up for some for some. Drinking. That would have been fun at Clancy's. I did see Mary Costa at intermission. Mary Costa. She was the voice of Sleeping Beauty yeah. on the Disney cartoon. Yeah. She's a big supporter of all the opera and the arts yeah. in town. Well, I think if, yeah. if she's instrumental in there being opera in Knoxville, I mean, she because Absolutely. she put herself out there and yeah. said, I'm going to sing opera. We need to make an opera company and blah, blah, blah. You know, she, I mean, she's very famous for the Sleeping Beauty, but she also, you know, created roles like Kunigunda in in, uh, Glitter, or not Glitter Media, but in Candide. She was the first... In London. Yeah, she premiered it in London. Wow. Yeah, I mean, she... Well, how's that for your Leonard Bernstein trivia? That's... Was a very, you know, famous opera singer. We need to put that in a Scholars Bowl question. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so Mary uh, basically sang opera, big roles, in Knoxville as a way to get 
you know, she went around and traveled elsewhere, but she made sure to perform in her town as a way to kickstart that opera company. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, on the way out, I saw two other people that you didn't get to see. One was um, Frank Rosamund, who used to be the publisher of the New Sentinel and now has his own business and is somehow in, char- in charge. I think he's the, the board chair. Of the I opera I did board. see him, actually. Oh, okay. So yeah. I talked to him and I got to meet this Jason Hardy character. Yes. Who's the new... Um, Executive director. So I talked to those two and Frank Rosamund wanted to know about improv. He said he's going to come to see me do improv. Oh, nice. He's all excited about it. It's exciting. So that, and yeah, I'm thrilled. And um, also the other person I I got to see, before we go to break, I'll tell you, I got to see that you missed seeing, was Reginald House. I like Reginald. Reginald recently moved to Knoxville. He's a conductor. He's a maestro. So he um, was working at Mephistopheles conducting one of the extra... They they needed three conductors for that show? They did. So he's conducting one of these bandas, this brass banda, in the balcony to give you this complete surround sound. And obviously couldn't come down until his work was done. Right. Um, But I saw him and I met his son. I said, hi, son, whatever your name is. I'm a friend (laughs) of your dad's. And I'm over there chatting. I'm going to continue name dropping. Okay. Because at this point I'm talking to Rachel Ford, who's the head of the Knoxville Symphony. Nice. Oh, I didn't get to see her. And... um, also to uh, Diana Seleski, who is the wife of Brian right. Seleski. So right. we're having this conversation. Eileen Downey show nice. walks in, who's the rehearsal pianist. And Eileen, I tell, and Rachel's giving me grief about church. She says, I haven't seen you at church lately. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your wife, but I haven't seen you. Well, my wife is singing at one church, and I'm going to the other church. And that, it, ah. it's, it's got this crisscrossiness. So when Eileen Downey comes in, I'm like, well, here's Eileen. She goes to the same church as you and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> And they didn't even know Wait. each other. Oh, really? Now we had, they were meeting for the first time. Oh, nice. So then Reginald comes over. So this is, you, know, you can write all this down, Alan Sherrod. You should totally make all these notes. <laughs> <laughs> Reginald, the conductor, comes over. And I greet him and I greet his son. And have a nice, pleasant conversation. And I'm passing out Frank and Friends show business cards. I've given one to Jason Hardy. I'm giving one to Frank Rosemont. I'm giving one to Rachel Ford. I'm giving like, one to... Make it rain with these cards. Diana Seleski, Reginald House. <laughs> and Reginald and his son walk away. And they get, you know, a few yards away. And he does. He stops and he turns around and he comes back. He says, "Hey, how come I haven't been a guest on the Frank and Friends show? I want to be a guest on the Frank and Friends show." Nice. I said, "Well, considering how much Copper Queen coverage I'm probably going to have to do, that's right, because <laughs> she stars in it and Reginald will be conducting it." You can write that down too, Alan Sherrod. Um, it is on June second, third, and fourth <laughs> at the Flying Anvil Theater. <laughs> 7.30 p.m. You, you can seen, purchase your tickets at marvelcityopera.com backslash tickets. Yeah, that's the one with the strumpet, the, the strumpet costume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Exactly. All right. It's very risque, but <laughs> so dramatic and so amazing. Oh my your God, costume is not as risque as the uh, painting that you're using as the logo for Copper Queen. Well, you don't think so? I mean... Okay, we can look at it side by side. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the painting is uh, is pretty amazing. It's actually a painting of Julia Lau. Oh, the, the character. real, the real yeah. one? Yeah, the real one. Oh, nice. Well, we'll be talking a lot about that, obviously, in the in the weeks ahead. But we've got to pause for a moment and talk about our friends at BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S, where you can get merchandise signed by Dr. Bill Bass, including this picture that made some waves on Facebook the other day, is uh, Dr. Bass with his giant Chick-fil-A cup sitting right there, and a table full of skulls, and I so wish I had walked in on Dr. Bass, (laughs) because I was nearby that day. I was um, 
somewhere in, I think Jerry and I were at lunch somewhere else in Bearden. Oh, okay. And if I had known, I would have gone over to, uh, to see Dr. Bass and watched him sign these. They called them the lifelike skulls, or the no, nat, what'd she call them? Natural skulls. Okay. So they weren't are, chicken skulls. So people are freaking. No, they're, too, they're, they're <laughs> people are freaking out, going, "How is he signing natural skulls at Chick Fil A?" I love it. And I had to actually answer in the comments, "No, no, they're resin skulls that are naturally colored, as opposed to the shiny silver ones and shiny gold ones." Which they thought also, they were like real skulls. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. When you order these from Bone Zones, you can get the shiny gold or the shiny silver or the ones that are. Natural colored. Yeah. Yeah. And those are the big sellers. Who wants it? You know, I mean, people do enjoy the shinies, but, you know, if you want to get the the real deal looking-ish. Yeah. You know, so You know, actually, we said that in Mephistopheles because they had the skulls on the table. Yeah. They should have had, you know, Dr. Dr. Bass. Yeah. Those are realistic looking skulls. I guess theater skulls are realistic, right? Yeah. A lot of times they are. I mean, why wouldn't they be? You would buy... That's a good idea. You can buy some from a theater department. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Because we always need, uh, that's a good idea for skulls. Anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to get your skull from yes. Dr. Bass, and mm-hmm. you can even get it signed, you can go to bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. Also, keep an eye out for upcoming events. We just uh, made a deal to do the Children's Museum of Oak Ridge on the last Saturday of uh, March. So I think I think that's the 20, I'm going to say, I don't want to say whether it's the 26th or 27th until I look at the calendar. But uh, tickets are just on sale. Or just about to go on sale for Saturday that. Saturday the 26th? Saturday the 26th, yeah. Um, I think what we're going to do, if I, I'm not speaking out of school, they've asked that we do the Illegal Fireworks Factory, which is one of the best and goriest of, um, of all the presentations. Fun. Sounds yeah. exciting. Uh, one part where Dr. Bass had to, um, he's at the crime scene, he had to find the rest of somebody. Okay. <laughs> Half of the person was present. The other half was missing. Oh, no. But, fortunately, the intestines led the way. Wow. And all he had to do was follow the trail. Wow. He was still connected technically, even though yards and yards apart. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> That's gruesome. It is gruesome. And yeah. so, I'll, another spoiler for this show, you watch mm-hmm. the whole thing, right? And you're like, and people are like, oh, oh, oh. And then there's some animal that got killed in the explosion, like a bunny rabbit or something like that. That's when they get upset. Well, yeah, it's a bunny rabbit. I, but there's, we've just seen <laughs> a human blown into two pieces connected by a string of intestine. And yeah, everyone's that's... like, oh, that's interesting. And then it's a rabbit who just looks like he's sleeping. And everyone goes, oh, a bunny. It says a lot about, about humans, you know. <laughs> and this is not recent. This is like 30 years ago. I mean, come on. You know, anyway. So go to BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. Make sure you get your tickets for that and other upcoming Dr. Bass events. They're all listed right on there. I did see a bunny this weekend. Yes. Yeah, they're um, out and about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got a lot of bunnies in uh, my neighborhood. It was alive, though. It wasn't yes. blown to, I, to right. bits. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like walking around outside, and I look at the wildlife, and they're like my pets. I don't have any... I don't need other than, than dead mo. So are you like Snow White and walking around singing to all the animals, and they come to you? Well, they don't come to me, but Isn't I that mean... St. Francis? St. Francis of Assisi. That's yeah, true. I'm named after him, okay. I think, all maybe, right. possibly. Um, I like it. I mean, I see the bunny rabbits. I also like the hawks okay. that eat the mice and the chipmunks. Yeah. And I like uh, the lizards and the salamanders. And I love the lizards with the blue tails, and I love the salamanders. And nice. We've got uh, frogs and turtles and... Oh, it's like a whole wildlife Occasionally a, a coyote. 
Yeah. I mean, so many different birds. I saw some bird that looked like it had blue plumage, and I think it was a regular robin. I just think he's in, in mating season, oh, so nice. he's like shined up his back to look really bright blue. I like the cardinals. We've got some cardinals out that window. Yeah. Yeah. Those are nice. Oh, yeah. I got them all. <laughs> Sometimes we get the Baltimore Orioles passing through on their migration. I don't know what a Baltimore Oriole is. Well, they look like the bird on the baseball team, and it's like orange and black. Oh. Yeah, they look, that's cool. what they look like. And um, hummingbirds pass through on migration. Yeah, it's all good stuff. <laughs> that's great. That's great. All right, do I have to hug you now? No. Okay, good. I'll have to make sure. No I'm more okay. hugs. We're done with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least not till the Copper Queen. Yes. So we had our, our friend anniversary the other day. We did. So I, that it was, was exciting. Very cute. It just like popped up as a memory, and I was like, oh, that's cute. But guess what? It, it showed us. We've been having, <laughs> Catherine and I have been having a discussion, as you may know from listening. Catherine and I have been having a discussion as to under what circumstances did we first meet? When was, what was the occasion? And you have a vivid memory of getting a flat tire at the radio station on the day you first met me. Yeah. And you said you had glasses and ponytail, and yeah. you're saying that's the reason I don't remember yep. meeting you. Absolutely. And I was in, like, sweats, and my makeup wasn't really done. And Right, which doesn't really mean I wouldn't notice you or remember you. I mean, you're still an attractive young woman. I mean, Except I would that remember. the day that you remember meeting me is the day I'm there with Julia. <laughs> well, I thought Mitri. so. I, I thought so because I did post. In fact, on the radio station's website, uh, Facebook, I posted pictures and I made a comment to something to the effect of, I could say it's safe to say I'm having a very good day at work because here I am surrounded by opera singers, right? And I thought, but well, that obviously isn't when I first met her because I've, you know, we tagged her on Facebook already at this one. Um, so I had in my head, it came to me over the weekend, I thought, aha, I know when I first met Catherine and why she wasn't in the interview. It was for Amal and the Night Visitors. Oh, did you see me singing Amal and the Night Visitors? No, I saw you, you brought, um, you and Brandon came over, I thought, mm. with Catherine Sheppis and I interviewed her. I was her. there. I was in New York. Then. I was in New York. All right. See, but then I, then I looked at the timeline and I thought, well, that's after our friendiversary. Right. You know, because I, I had it all backwards. I thought maybe I, that was the first show that I went to. No. Because then I saw you singing that one at the, um, at the Holiday Inn. It was supposed to be an airport bar. Yeah, that was uh, Follow Suit. Yes. And I, so I'm trying that to figure out. That would have been in 2018? Right. So none of the dates yeah. are matching up in my brain. Because I'm thinking, that's when I met her. Nope, that's when I met her. That's when I met her. <laughs> so I'm still at a loss. Except that we know that we have a friend anniversary on Facebook, which is five years ago now. So you sent me that. It was like March 2017, right? Yeah, five years. Right. So, so I started digging into... La Traviata. Uh, which, I'm, again, I thought, I, I think I said on this show, I don't think I interviewed you for La Traviata. <laughs> and then you found the interview. I went digging through <laughs> the rest of the Facebook memories for that week. And uh, not only did I get, became friends with Catherine Frady, I also have interviewed Catherine Frady. <laughs> And I listened to it. Did you? I did. Yeah. It was good. It was good. You know. It was funny back then, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes total sense. So the question is, why don't I remember it? I, I'm That's, telling you, the glasses. No. The it, sweats. It was good. But it was good radio. It was There's good no, radio. It doesn't matter what you look like on the radio. You, it was a fun interview. It was a fun interview. And we're joking about uh, how you can have a, could have a drink during the show. Yeah. How the... Cat, the audience becomes part of the, the party. 
I like the part where you you I said that、uh, Violetta is a courtesan, and you're like, oh, so <laughs> something about do you get shot up or courtesan? Courtesan, yeah, yeah shot. Stupid.、Jokes. And I just but you threw it to me, and I lobbed it back. You did a good job. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the comedy lesson started that day. It started that day. <laughs> But you didn't、yeah. need them. You were good. I was already there with you. So now we're in this dilemma where I, I still cannot specifically recall our first meeting, other than it must have been that interview, maybe. Yeah, that was the time. And then、Unless、you Facebook friended me like the same day. That's what I don't understand. Why? Why would you do that? I know. I mean, when do you first? Did I? I don't think I Facebook friend you. You probably Facebook friended me. Well, if I did, that was very forward of me because in the in the years since then, I've made it a policy to not send Facebook requests to women because I can't handle the rejection if they don't accept it. <laughs> Well, I mean, when is an appropriate time to friend somebody on Facebook? Is it a first meeting? I well, mean, I get friend got, requests from people who I've never met before, right? And that I, happens all the time. I have a lot of、uh, requests from people I don't know and have never met, and their profile picture is a dog, so I don't even know what they look like to have ever met them. Well, they're those, but I get friend requests from people who are friends with other people yeah, I know. Mine, mine, mine are set. You know,、um, the only way you can send me a friend request is if we have a mutual friend. Okay. All right. I have that, you know, yeah, in, in the settings. Yeah. But、um, yeah, I see what your your point though, because I do have also a lot of Facebook friends whom I met only the one time. Right. But I thought that we would be doing business again、sure. in the future. Right. So it seemed to make sense. Right. Because I found in comedy and in radio、um, that Facebook is more useful than LinkedIn. Right. Absolutely.、So Uh, and in business, LinkedIn is the is the the gold standard. So, but I you notice everything I post on Facebook is about comedy, radio, bone zones, television, yep,、um, podcast, all the things that we do. Yep. So I'm using Facebook as as my LinkedIn, right? Because I'm I'm in a frivolous you know entertainment business, right? I mean, I not no offense, in, Alan Sherrod. I mean, that's a <laughs> no. We appreciate you. We do appreciate you.、Um, I try to throw in something personal every once in a while. Like I saw a rainbow, or yeah, here's a、nice. picture of Sasha. Yeah. Well, I don't have rainbows, and I don't have a dog. I know. So. I mean, I got a tortoise. You have nothing personal. I got a dead tortoise that doesn't move. <laughs> All business. I have no personal. I, what do I do? What What do I have? I have nothing. What do I got? I mean, I, I save it. Everything I do that's interesting personally, I'm saving for this show. That's true. So that's it. Right here. Yeah, that's, yeah. This is this is this is it. All the stuff、yeah. that, I, that I would blurt out on Facebook. I'm like, oh, better hold that back to tell Catherine. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But, I, and I'm not good at like putting, you know, what I ate for lunch on Facebook. That's not something.、I'm、well, yeah. At, if it、yeah. were something exotic and interesting, maybe.、Yeah. But I mean,、yeah. you know, an Arby's sandwich doesn't rate. Yeah. 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 So. So that's how I think I will justify that you and I figured out pretty early on because of our connection through Brandon Gibson and because you know here's an opportunity to get more publicity from、right. Marvel City Opera. That this is a good it makes sense to be friends with right because he we can cross post right、um, Marvel City and. Radio or my、exactly. public, my you know public page, and that's probably why too, because you were posting the interview、yeah. as well. So yeah, that's yeah. So, I, so I justify that at all, a hundred percent. You know, I don't end up doing a podcast with all of my Facebook friends. <laughs> you don't. Well, I mean, you're, it is freaking friends, <laughs> right? So, so when when you're traveling, I do need、uh, some sub filling. We can、hosts. go live on Facebook, Frank and friends. Okay. 
Yeah. I can do that. Right. Well, uh, but and we should totally do that. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Um, but my point, though, is when you're out of town, where are you going to be in April? April, I'm going to be someplace in Florida. Um, Gulf Shore Opera. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. You know, Frank, I feel like you should know this about me, that I don't actually have any clues to where I'm going until, like... The day that I'm going there, even well, with like my my flights, and I'm like I don't know what time it's at, or you know any of so that. So if I said Conway, South Carolina, to you, would that mean have any ringy bells? That is sometime in the summer. All right, yeah. Because here, I'm, <laughs> maybe I'm crazy, but I'm literally googling because you, know, you wrote to me that you're going to be in coastal Carolina, and I'm like I don't. That doesn't mean anything to me <laughs> because it's probably not a real place. Well, there, no, it is a real place because I had to look it up. Because I couldn't, the, the cra- I was crazed with. <laughs> Where is she going? <laughs> like I don't understand. These are words. I don't. I don't like it when I don't understand the words. Mm-hmm. So where's that one? August. I can't, uh, can't remember what July. I did. July. All right. July. So I can't remember what I did with it, but I put on here. I looked it up. You're going to be at Coastal Carolina University. Okay. Which is the home base for this course yeah, that you're program. involved in, yeah. immersive program. So that's why it, you put Coastal Carolina. <laughs> See, I didn't even know where it's I was the name going. of a university. You see how you're on there? <laughs> I'm right there. Yes, that's great. I've got you on there. So, and I put in uh, for April, whatever that is, um, where you're going. I can tell you probably. That's good. Yeah. Some, someone needs to be able to tell me. If you can just text it to me, also. <laughs> don't forget to leave. I don't even know what day I'm you'll going. Be, you'll be in Gulf Shore, Florida. What day am I going? Uh, it says here. <laughs> it says here on my calendar, April. <laughs> April 6th Fantastic. through the 30th. So I'll have to have, get a fill-in host or two, probably. Probably. Maybe we can try to do the remote thing. Yeah. I would like that. That'd be fine. But I also um, did get a text from one of my old co-hosts, and I have had many. Um, do you remember Kira Cup? I do. She was uh, in Mountain Fun Life, right? Because you came and you interviewed with us yeah. at, that, at yeah. that show. And she was buying a fig tree. Uh-oh. So she texted me for some fig, fig mm-hmm. advice. And in the course of the conversation, I mentioned that um, I would need a fill-in host at some point over the spring or summer, and would you be interested? You know, because you know, she doesn't have to say yes, but she seems interested, so cool. if the dates work out... That's good. You know, get her in here for a show. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like Kira. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. And uh, probably have Becca James come in one of be the nice. days, too. Yeah. And I guess if I'm absent, you can have a... <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, if you're gone next week, maybe I should have a co-host. <laughs> So I have to give you the keys to the house? What do I have to do? I guess. You're going to have to leave the setup, you know, (laughs) the keys to the house. (laughs) Maybe Reginald can come on, you know. Oh, we do need to get Reginald on the show. See? That's great. All right. Some interviews while you're gone. That's a fine idea. It's a fine idea. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, watching, liking, sharing, subscribing. Smashing that button. And uh, telling your friends about us, especially all y'all that I gave the business cards to at the opera. So I'm talking to you, Frank Rosamund and Jason Hardy and Reginald Howes and uh, Alan Sherrod and um, well, Lydia Schoen and... Rachel Ford and Eileen Downey Downey. and Diana Selesky. I think if you want to be interviewed on the show, you have to subscribe first. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Once you subscribe, then we'll we'll interview you. The doors are open to you. You're a member. Cheers.
<laughs> you can also be a, a friend of Frank and Friends, be a member through our merchandise. We've got the uh, the mugs, the hats, the t-shirts, the bucket hat. If you showed up wearing a bucket hat, there's no way I would avoid interviewing you. I'd Absolutely. have to interview you. That would be a guaranteed interview Absolutely. if I spot you anywhere wearing a Frank and Friends bucket hat. We should create some sort of game around that. But you can find all of that merchandise at frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store. Very well done. Thank you. All right. Uh, thanks a lot for watching. We'll talk to you again next time. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. And this is the Frank and Friends Show.